What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Time Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Miller. So today is the start of the NHL season. I'm going to give a whole season preview of this year, talk a lot about the Bruins and the Islanders. I'm going to have the sports guru, Mike Curley, join me in the King of Hasbrook Heights, Dan Barons. Join me for this episode. We'll start off with some off-season talk, probably, get into the Bruins and the Islanders, and then some season predictions with maybe some awards predictions and what we think the NHL playoffs will look like. It'll be a good episode, though, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. I'm going to get them on. I'll be back with you in just one minute. And here we are, back the King of Hasbrook Heights, Dan the Man. We have the sports guru, Mike Curley. How are we doing, boys? <laughs> doing well, doing well. Good hat-trick episode. Here we go. Yeah, the big three. Look at this. Quite a big <laughs> three here. We do have a picture from the BC football game, first game of the year. So, uh, obviously, that was the first time of our big three. It's our second time, all of us together here talking sports. So, here we go. We talked some aisles back then. Now here we are back again, uh, now for a formal episode, which would be nice. So, uh, it's been a while since then. A couple things have happened. But uh, we'll start off with the Bruins. Talk some aisles, and then we'll give our predictions for the season, uh, like I already prefaced in the intro, and then obviously with us talking before the episode. So, what do you guys want to start? Bruins Saving or Isles? Saving the best for first. Saving the best for first. We'll start Bruins. All right, yeah, we'll let's stop bees. Let's go bees. Yeah. We'll yeah. stop bees. All right, so the Bruins last year obviously had a historic regular season, and then obviously things didn't really work out in the playoffs. They lost a good amount of pieces from this year, from last year. This year, the biggest one, obviously, Patrice Bergeron, and then Krejci. Ugh. Two big losses there. If you look at the amount of players they lost, there's no one that, you know, would make up what you lose to Patrice Bergeron, no matter who you bring in. So that's obviously the biggest loss. Krejci's a big loss. What were your thoughts, Mike, on the Bruins offseason? They brought in a good amount of pieces, but as I said, nobody can make up what Patrice Bergeron brings to your team. I mean, it's just uh, pretty sad. Sad to see. Best player um, for many years, Bergeron. Krejci, too. Running mates. Top two centers are gone, and who do they have to replace them? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. <laughs> No one. Maybe, not wrong. maybe Matthew Patra. We can get into him a little bit if you don't know who he is. He's probably going to be playing second line center. Yeah, it was great uh, in the preseason. I, what do you have? Three goals yeah, in the preseason. Yeah, been good in the preseason. Good to see a little a young guy actually put the puck in the net because um, Sweeney can't draft offense. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they loaded up big time. Loaded up big time at the deadline. Um, and that's the other the big issue is that yeah, Bergeron left. Krejci, they you know both retired. I got my own theory on that. I'll get into it, but they also lose Orlov, Hathaway, yeah. and big one Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi's huge, as well as two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. So we had no first-round pick of the draft, no first-round pick this coming draft, no Bergeron, no Krejci, no Bertuzzi, no Orlov, who's great, and Connor Clifton. Yeah, Connor Clifton, your boy. Yeah, Clifton's gone. Also gone. Bunch and of can't forget about my favorite uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall's gone. That's my boy. Oh, thank goodness they had to get rid of him. Um, Dude, 16 goals last year, though. I do have a though. picture with him. He did sign a puck for me. So. Taylor Hall, yeah. He was kind of, uh, he was a beast when he was out there. It was just, he didn't take shots, and you know the talent's there. He didn't there. shoot just, enough, yeah. Big, the talent's the there. Big gripe is he didn't shoot enough. He's a good player, but was making too much. Yeah. If he if he yeah, applied yeah. himself, I think he'd be, yeah. you know, probably one of the best players on the team, top three or four, but he wasn't that, but he yeah. should be. Don't worry, Bruin, Bruins fans can still watch him game one. He's going to be on the other team. Playing Chicago. Playing Probably going to score on us. But. Nick Foligno, <laughs> too, Chicago. Yeah, Uncle Nick on. Um, both those were money moves, though. Hall makes $6 bucks. We couldn't even afford to keep the current roster. Um, yeah. And everyone thought when you got rid of Hall in the trade, based on the timing, that they were going to sign Bertuzzi. They both play left wing. Bertuzzi a little younger. Yeah. Bertuzzi was a better player in the playoffs, a little grittier. Maybe not as naturally talented, but, you know, fan favorite when he came over, he was great. 100%. Yeah, and then he, he goes and signs with a division rival who is way over the salary cap anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so they get the deal done without caring about the money, and we 
haggle about the money, and he goes up there for a one-year deal. Five point five million. Tough to see because he was a good player, and I think he would be a good player on the team right now because um, we need the help. I also think we might be able to get him back because he's only got a one-year deal up there. They just signed Matthews. They got to re-sign Nylander, another guy. They said he's a big, he's a friend of uh, Pasternak, I guess. And he he held out big time for money in last contract, so he might do it again. I'm not saying we have the the pocketbook for it, but he might be he might be leaving that team. Yeah, that'd be a big loss. Um, I think this is all in year. This is all in year for Toronto. I think this is make or break for them going all in. Yeah, and I know people, you know, casual fan might not want to get into the minutia of salary cap, but there isn't such a big deal in hockey is that unlike other sports. It's a hard cap league, so you can't actually suit your whole team up if you're over the cap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think last year, one team, was it somebody had to play man down? It might have been the Penguins or somebody. The Giants in 2021? With, we didn't. That was, that was the, yeah, the you had NFL. To play, too. play with fewer players. You could find a way um, to get around to the NFL, but I guess not hockey. Yeah, NFL's fake. Look at the Chiefs. They pay everybody. I mean, <laughs> Signing te- teams that are perennial, like, Winning teams can they can pay everyone in those leagues? NBA, same thing. Yeah, and they just MLB. restructure everyone. <laughs> MLB yeah. is none. <laughs> Luxury tax. No, one's re- no one renegotiates a contract in the NHL because you know the money is way different. You know, a guy who makes ten million bucks, like McDavid's not going to say, "Oh yeah, cut my salary in half so we can get a defenseman." Like, it's yeah. just not going to happen. I mean, nah. yeah, Dan was saying that last year in the mod we were talking. He was saying how the difference between five million and five point five or five point seven five is a big difference. And the way I see it, if I was a GM, I, I don't care. I just throw money away. Like <laughs> hockey would not be the sport for me. If I was a GM, hockey would not Peter be the sport Shirelli. for me. I throw money out. Yeah. That, you know, if I was this a GM, is the, this is my gripe with Sweeney. Okay, Sweeney tries to save himself every year at the deadline by mortgaging the future. And he, he does make good acquisitions more often than not. I think he has a good hit rate at the deadline. He brings trades, in good yeah. guys. He does, he does bring in some good trades, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, even his very first trade, trading away Uchi, which we got him right now. But at the time, it was a great move. And we end up with all these first-round picks, but we have nothing to show for it besides Dubrovsk, who is <laughs> a good player. He's not a great player. Could have I like Dubrovsk. I'm sure we're going to hear about Matt Barzell. I wish we had it. Um, <laughs> we need centers. But I think if we had a well-managed cap – with young players and the advantage to having young players is they don't get paid as much. Mm-hmm. You know, a rookie on a rookie deal might not even make a million bucks. Yep. Yeah. If you had young players, you could keep, I think Bergeron would stay. I think if you had 5 million bucks, pay him what Coyle's making, he would be staying. The guy's not going to turn down 5 million bucks for his family. Mm-hmm. One more year staying at home. I mean, he's just not going to come back and play for free. He, he did last year. Banged up every, yeah. He did play for free last year and he blew <laughs> it up. And what Still won the Selkie. Like, okay, am I going to go back again with my, you know, herniated disc in my back? It's it's just daunting to do without getting paid. Yeah. So his wife's probably like, all right, you're out there working for free. <laughs> and, and he did put a lot into it, and he's probably wants to walk away with his health. But if there was adequate money there, I'm saying five million bucks, he'd still be here. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I think he should be fired. I would fire him. 100 percent fire him. Dan, yeah, how do you feel about Gordon? Jeff Gordon should be brought in. He's the guy who drafted Brad Marchand. He's our captain. And I think he's a great captain. I think he should be captain. Yeah, I do. I like Marchand's captain. I I do. I think he's a better captain than Jeff Gordon. You can listen to Matt. Maybe you clip it in there. Felger Mazzi. I can throw it in. (laughs) You called in. I remember. I can throw that in here. (laughs) Yeah, I think. uh, If you got it, play it. It'll it'll pick up in the recording. (laughs) Yeah, I can play it. I think. Play it. Yeah, get it out. Well, tell your thoughts, though, Dan, on him. Yeah, I think I think 
Bergey and Krejci both viewed last year as like, ah, oh, this is our like one shot, go out with a bang, win the yeah. chip, and then we retire. And they so they both had ultra team friendly deals, um, and they probably said, oh, that was our shot, and we didn't get it, and that was the, the record for points. So they probably viewed that as the best shot they could have possibly had, and it didn't happen. So they said, oh, all right, we tried. Definitely We're not going to do it again. One hundred percent. I would agree and with you. I think they went both barrels. I mean, they they sent two first round picks to get Orlov and, and Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi. So you can't yeah. really do that again. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have them. But but I remember at the deadline last year, we were talking to the Bruins. Need all those reinforcements? I know Dan was. We were talking I before. So, I think. Yeah. I mean, look, I think they, they could they have competed even without round, that, though. So. Yeah, that's true. Every, everybody loads up. If you're if you're in first by a mile, everyone behind you is going to load up. So if you're going to keep pace and stay yeah. ahead, you still got to load up. I mean, we. We felt we came up short, so obviously they needed something. Bruins still would have been a, a good team, though, is my point, though. I still think they, they were competing no matter what. You know what I mean? I'm, with that roster, but... I'm more I'm more of the opinion that uh, you build yourself a great team, which the Bruins already had, and they, I would have agreed and said add a little bit. I wouldn't have said maybe trade two first-round picks, maybe one. Yeah, get um, or something. Because then you, you could have the best team in the league going in, and... Playoffs crash off you. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. So, clean slate. No one expected Panthers to even come close to the Bruins in that series, and they beat them. So, it's like. Yeah. You're right. At a certain point, like, they got got marginally better, and they gave up a ton of their future. Definitely. And if you win, you don't care about that. That's the way I play. Like, I don't care. I'm a Clippers fan. I'm I'm all in on going for James Harden. It's a one year thing. We're going to. Be bad for years after that, but I'm all about trying to win out. If you win out, you don't care about those picks. If you lose, then obviously mm-hmm. it, it hits you a little hotter, and then you look back and say, in hindsight, that was a bad move. But at the time, maybe it was a, a right move for the Bees. Now when you look back, it's a tough thing to give two firsts just to lose in the first round, you know? But I, I think it's I think you got to go all-in if it's an all-in year. And it it leaves you like, all right, well, at least they, they went for it. They did go for it. Yeah, I love teams that go for it. I mean, Dan, the, Dan the feels the same way. you know, yep. Ownership, you know, they paid money. They they invested to win that year. You hate to think like if we just had one more guy or so and so. You know, Bergeron did get hurt. You know, he did yeah. second to last game or whatever up in Montreal. So that's tough. But that's yeah. out of control. You can control loading up best you can to win. They did that. The problem is, you know, you'd feel a lot different if we resigned Bertuzzi or Love. Oh, yeah. I mean, or Love's a stretch. He's out there for the money. Hathaway got paid for a fourth line guy, but yeah, Bertuzzi five point five million. Think about it. That's what Coyle makes, essentially. You should be able to keep him for that. Bertuzzi out there scored 10 points in the series. Coyle had one point. Dan's the biggest Charlie Coyle fan. You're speaking like super Coyle. fan. I do like him. Dan's I not a big Charlie fan. Coyle. I absolutely hate Charlie Coyle. <laughs> the podcast is going to do that a little bit. Someone's yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Dan's not a big fan of him. Probably he does absolutely biggest nothing anti- Charlie Coyle five and a quarter. He, he makes too much. Yeah, he's overpaid. Yeah, And that's why I think if Bergeron made that money, which is not a lot, if he, on the open market, he'd make eight million bucks. Definitely, based on production, even last year's production. I mean, two years in early one Selkie. Yeah, still with Selkie good. faceoffs. You know, even if he was playing just fifteen minutes a night, power play, PK, in 100%. spots, it'd be at least an eight million dollar a year guy, and he'd come back and play here for less. So, hundred percent. It's it's six. It's six. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, if they if they found someone to take Coil for a bag of chips, and then they throw Bergeron that five million, I would be thinking differently about the about the Bruins right now. But yeah. 
Bergie's a big Boyle's difference maker. Got, yeah, I like him, but not. He definitely got overpaid, and he, he did well in 2019. He was great. Ad basically, he was the Bertuzzi pickup that year. Yeah, he, it was great. Ad he produced offensively in the playoffs. Local kid too, so people loved him right away. Yeah, Sweeney loves local everything. Every guy <laughs> played hockey east. It's like, can we get someone from Canada who can like dangle on Snyder? Hey, Mark McLaughlin, <laughs> great. Something we got no offense. I mean, he, he does well defensively. Like you got McAvoy. I think. You know, Grizzly, those guys are both BU, but good players. Yeah, he does. He um, does like Lindholm home is good, but he was awful in the playoffs. Um, Lindholm, yeah, it was broken, bad two straight years in the playoffs. I think he had a broken foot, yeah. McAvoy wasn't great in the playoffs this year either, though. He was out of position on a couple goals. You know, it's tough, though, when you get a shoulder to the load as the only defenseman. Like, Lindholm was great during the season. He was, like, getting Norris consideration up until McAvoy came back. Yeah. Because he was, like, though. a point-of-game guy, you know. Yeah, yep. And, yep. 20 plus minutes a night and he was the power play guy too and then playoffs yeah. no points two years in a row <laughs> so when 14 you games no points for the guy so that's tough you're right Dan how'd you feel about the decision of the Bruins to give Brad Boston the captain uh, naming you know the title instead of Charlie McAvoy how'd you feel about that well I mean marshan has been there longer so I think True. just just based off that I think I think it's you, – you could go either way. It's maybe McAvoy's more of like the team player, like Marshan's more the guy that every other team hates. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But, I mean, just based off of tenure with the Bruins, I think yeah, it makes man. sense. Definitely. I'd um, say tenure definitely played a role in that. And then if you look at it, I mean, if Brad Marshan's been here longest, like you said, tenure – but the other side is McAvoy might be here longer since what does Marshan have left? One year? Two years? Um, two, two years, I think. Two, yeah. two years, and then obviously McAvoy got that long-term deal. So that was one thing people talk about on the radio here a lot. And then obviously McAvoy's younger. Maybe it'd be easy to, easy to make him a, you know, a captain now. So he's you know, five years from now. He already has five years of being a captain. But I think Marshan deserved it. I mean, he's more probably vocal, I'd imagine, in the locker room. He does play with a chip on his shoulder, so maybe they were talking about it on the radio. He has to take the penalties down a little bit considering all the suspensions and everything you can't have that anymore but uh mike did call to felgren Mazlo and give us thoughts you have that video up i did yeah. i have i have it yeah i can play it or i'll just reiterate you know play it. Uh, you i, I say play it i say play it is the one i took the video off play it let's hear it he gave us thoughts though. i liked it yeah <laughs> Because what he was saying right before you called in, he was saying McAvoy should have been more in consideration. Then you obviously called in, disagreed, yeah. and he kind of flipped his opinion. You're going to flip. Yeah. 
the whole the whole day was a parade of calls with people saying, "Oh, you you know, they disagree. They think McAvoy should win captain because he's going to be here longer." Everyone was saying. I remember on the day of. Yeah, I think McAvoy profiles as the long term captain, but um, I think you know, based on everything I said there, I think McAvoy or Mashon, he wants it more. You gotta give it to him, reward him. Um, he's the vocal leader. He's emotionally the leader. Mm-hmm. I would I agree with he's that. good. And, yeah, it gives him more buy-in. You know, I think it's going to mean more to him than to McAvoy. And McAvoy will get it someday. I got no doubt. You know, unless this Patrick kid becomes the next Sidney Crosby. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> even then, I think McAvoy's got a lot of the intangibles. But even you know, he's a hothead too. He he's had a couple suspensions, um, even in the playoffs. Yeah, he's not exactly Mister Clean. We need it. Like you want the team to be hard to play against. Those are the two toughest guys to play against on our team right now. Yeah. I think they signed so, Lucic to take over that role that Moshe end of hitting guys in the ice and all that. Lucic, who cares? Yeah. If, you know, they won't care if he gets suspended for a hit or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucic on a diet, though. He can't skate. He's oh, old, yeah. yeah. He's 35 right now. <laughs> he's made his money. He's had a lot of uh, capital grill steaks or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? Like one year, a million, though, right? 1.5? Uh, yeah, so. one year, a million, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, he'll probably be motivated. We got a couple of those guys, dime a dozen. Yeah. And JVR. Um, I don't mind it. You, you can see it coming. We got a cap crunch. Yeah, like, yeah. You just throw some, you know, throw some vets in there who they're probably good for the locker room. Maybe they pot a couple of goals, but I'm worried. I'm a little worried about the team speed. Um, speed, yeah, speed's a big difference. Don't have that many guys. I mean, Pasta can fly, but DeBrus can skate. Those guys are wings. And they lost Hall. Yeah, yeah. Paul was the, maybe Paul the is one of their fastest skaters. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> flies. What about faceoffs, dude? That's a big difference now without Bergeron. It's not a guaranteed yeah. faceoff win. Dude, yeah. Zaka's uh, guaranteed, guaranteed. Pavel Zaka, yeah. <laughs> the only, the only thing I will say that gives me a glimmer of optimism. I think we're going to be much worse on faceoffs, but PK probably worse too. It's interest. It's interesting to have Zaka and um, I guess Coil. If those are your two top offensive guys, you know, righty and a lefty, Zach is a lefty, so it used to be Bergeron or Krejci, it's always a righty. Maybe you get a little versatility on, like, those face-off plays, mm-hmm. but you got to win the face-off usually, so <laughs> the plays worked with Bergeron. I don't know if they're going to work with these guys. Occasionally they will, though, and I think it might give you a little something different if you can throw Zach out there, um, depending on the stick-handedness of the defensive player. Definitely. What about Johnny Beecher? I heard he was a big uh, thing during the preseason. He had a goal and assist. People I don't know. About him. Thoughts? I don't think there's much to be said. It's just another He made the opening day uh, roster, though, didn't he? Opening night? He was drafted in the first round to be an offensive guy from that U.S. national development team. And it's just, he doesn't profile really as a top six. Well, there are better guys around be, him. He's you know, probably going to be fourth line, right? Fourth line, yeah. Yeah, which that stinks to hear from a first round pick. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are talking he's, about he's basically him. Basically, Trent Frederick is another one. He was a first round pick too. And I like Fred, but Fred got like 17 goals or something last year. And he was, you know, trying to shake down Sweeney for more money. He got a couple, a little more money, but yeah, two and a half or so. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, like you said, it's a big difference. These, these, guys, Jersey. Think about, these guys are first round picks. Like these yeah. guys yeah. are now profile to score 30 goals in the league. Big that difference <laughs> You've got to be a well, first. I mean, well, Marzell, <laughs> as much goal scoring, but he, he, he has the potential to get there. there. He has the yeah. potential to get there. He just hasn't really had the pieces with him on that first line. Yeah. But, uh, 
Mm. But we'll get there. We'll get there. I think this is the well, and, and <laughs> He's got more Rangers running. don't play a big offensive. You know, they like to win three to two, two to one. Not oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Six to five. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's, we'll transition to Isles. Dan, we'll let you open yeah. up with the Isles. So 42-31-9 last year, 93 points. Lost in the first round to Carolina, so Bees and Isles both out. First they did round squeak in. I didn't think they were going to get in. They squeaked in. They did squeak in. Yep. They got in. They got in. And obviously, won a couple games with Carolina. They're favorite this year to win it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Isles, though, Dan? Last year and then obviously this year, whatever you want to talk. So, just like how they, how they play, uh, their offseason was pretty boring. Um, didn't really do anything at all besides sign uh, Julian Gauthier, who basically a fourth liner. Mm. Um, and they just basically re-signed everyone outside of Parise. So didn't really do much, brought back the same exact team. However, they, they got Horvat at the deadline. Yep. And him and Barzell, not including playoffs, played 10, 10 games together regular season, maybe. Mm-hmm. Somewhere five to ten, yeah. And then Barzal got hurt and came back for game one of the playoffs. So they never really had any time to gel together on that first line. Um, so now that you have them two on the first line for a whole season, I'm hoping that they can really build that chemistry up, and Barzal maybe could become that three goal scorer. Um, and you you know that Horvat's going to score. I mean, he went Stud. absolutely. Absolutely crazy last year um, before the Islanders got him, and then he slowed down a bit. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping that he can discover that form again for this season. Um, but, like, they really got to figure out who they're going to have on the on the left wing with them, too, because they're throwing, like, Simon Holmstrom on that first line, which is like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Like, he's a 22-year-old, basically still hey, a rookie. Yeah. yeah, it's like AHL guy, right? It's like he has he has no experience, and it's like you're putting him with like two great guys in the NHL, and it's like, all right, well, I don't know if he's ready for that. Um, we got Wallstrom coming back off his torn ACL. The one year deal, but, yeah. But uh, he, they're he's saying that he's kind of he's kind of slow coming back, and we're not so sure if he's going to even crack the starting lineup game one. Um, so maybe he'll be up on that first line eventually. Because uh, he probably has a top three shot on the team uh, outside of Brock Nelson and maybe Horvat, but mm-hmm. Horvat's known more for kind of picking up loose scraps. Um, so maybe Wallstrom fills that slot, but because they don't like putting Anders Lee up there with Horvat and Barzell, because they kind of think that Anders Lee and Horvat are kind of redundant up there. Yeah. So he's a studly and too much islanders usually like to balance up the lines too right yeah like yep. a big line team yeah 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 like they got they got pedro on the third line who i think most teams most not so great teams they would he would be a second line center i love um, pedro i wanted the bruins to get him years ago but. he's he's super scrappy smaller yeah. guy but absolutely hustles 100 that's why you'd like him joey oh 100 um, i love hustle Russell <laughs> Westbrook, he, has, he does have skill like he does. He yep. can, he's had four goal games. Like he's, you know, yep, yep. He can occasionally put in the net. I think he plays special teams too, right? Yep. He's uh, he's a big killer, and he's on our second power play. Um, so I mean, if he can, if he can somehow discover like a twenty-five goal form that he had with Ottawa before, before we got him, yeah. he was um, kind of it then, right? <laughs> <laughs> he probably was, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, even even twenty goals. I'll, 
Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. I would take it. Any production there. Um, Which, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a big thing, depth there. But, yeah, I mean, they, so, the uh, the scoring depth, we'll, we'll see if they can, what they can do there. Because, I mean, their defense is pretty elite. Uh, Pelik, Pulak, Dobson, just elite defense there. Two great goaltenders, um, too. And obviously Sorokin's top three goaltender, if not the if not the best in the league. Yeah, so I'd agree. It has, it, they flutter back and forth a little bit, though, right? Doesn't sometimes Varlamov like he gets hot? Yeah, so hard. I think like last year was really like the first time that they're like, all right, now we have like a clear number one. Yeah. Like two years ago, they were kind of like, eh, let's like, like Sorokin's like up and coming. Like let's like alternate them. Um, coaching staff loves their veterans, so they were really, really kept pushing Varlamov out there. Um, but now they just re-signed Varlamov to n- another four years for right, 2.75 2. 2. 2. 2. 2. a year. Oh, Varlamov, yeah. Oh, Sorokin got the 8.25, so, right? Yeah, Sorokin's yeah, so eight, 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 getting eight and a quarter a year for eight years, which... I mean, that's that's what it takes to get him. And honestly, yeah. I'm happy that it's not for more. He's young, too. Um, and Varlamov another four years. I'm a little I'm a little queasy about that because I was hoping maybe like two, and <laughs> those 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 last two years are going to hurt. I, I I could already feel it. Sometimes uh, that's the cost of getting them though. You got to give the extra two years, which I know in hockey it's different than other sports. With other sports, Xander Bogut's yeah. contract, you paid him you know eleven years for the Padres to choose years six through eleven. You know what I mean? Yep. Just him for five years, which I know in hockey it's different, but. You know, that could be a mindset to some I mean, degree of a GM. Every once in a while, the deadline, though, or every year, it seems like somebody's goalie gets hurt. Yeah. You could see them trade him. If Sorokin's really good, yeah. you could move on from Varlamov. Sorokin's that, too, you know? And then so. you got maybe like a $5 million player at, at the deadline that you could acquire. And yeah. It makes yeah. less than three, but Definitely. however they yeah. pro-rate it, like usually if you clear a little cap, you can add on somebody who makes double, Yeah, you know, over the year what you have to pay them for the remainder of the year. Yeah, yeah, we can get the team to eat some of their cap and stuff. Um, but I mean, it's like almost three million a year is it's not a ton to pay for a backup goalie, but it's not nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Rangers signed Jonathan Quick to be, he'll probably get I don't know tops fifteen games this year, um, and I I think Rangers will be completely fine with that, whatever his output is, and he signed for I think less than a million. So, Very cheap, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if going this route with Varlamov, even though he probably still does have some starting caliber left left in him. I don't know if that was the smartest thing for them to do, but uh, Lou Lamorello loves loves signing his veterans. He does. Um, he dishes out those extensions, a seven year. I always I wanted to get Mayfield. Suzuki's, but then they sign him for like a five yeah. year. Here comes yeah. the Suzuki's. Here we go. We knew the second. Yeah, he's a well-paid, uh, he's a well-paid fourth-line center. <laughs> yeah, I know you love Zeke, Mike. Yeah, you've been a fan of him. I years. do. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's what I think he has like a three million cap hit. Um, Something like that. Which I mean, he's he's so valuable to the team. So I I find okay. that as two and a half to four more years. He's good though. Yeah, you weren't lying, Mike, when you said age thirty-two. I mean, he's basically going to retire there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is good though. Whole, this whole thing is is speed, and that's that's gonna go away in probably two three years. So uh, it's uh, it's good while we have them. But um, I think one of the one of the biggest discussions in Islanders Nation is is it time for the identity line, the fourth line, to 
to go away with Matt Martin and Clutterbuck because yeah. both of them are 35. Old. I think I think Clutterbuck yeah. might be 30. No, uh, they're, they're both around 35. Um, where it's yeah, like, oh, so the two of them are on their last year. And Clutterbuck's 35. You nailed it. I I, I already thought that they should. I already thought that they should be gone because um, each one of them is making one and a half, two million, something like that. And now that they're older, it's Matt Martin kind of looks like Frankenstein on the ice. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he there to hit guys? Worth it anymore. He they, hits they guys, bring right? The physicality. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all they do, right? They hit. Yeah, yeah. Clutter, they hit Clutter their fight. Buck, yeah, Clutterbuck hits everyone. He's not as much of a fighter, but he brings the heat on everyone. I think. I think it was Clutterbuck who. When uh, when Carlo got a concussion in the yeah that's right I think it was Clutterbuck that, that yeah. hit him into the boards. Um, He's had the league Carlo, in but... hits like three or four times. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think part of it is because they started uh, tracking hits in like oh eight or something. But I think it's him and Matt Martin who have like total career hits in in history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, it makes a difference. It's it's. I like having them on that fourth line because it really it sets the tone. A lot of times they just throw that line out there to start the game, um, and usually they hold their own. But I mean, like Matt Martin, like yeah, he's great at fighting, great at hitting, but he's he's getting he's pretty slow a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's starting to get to be a little bit of a liability. Um, where now, like, Islanders have some young guys, like, Wallstrom will probably get scratched the first couple of games before it's like, all right, well, we kind of want that offense out there. What are we going to do about that? So there's, there, there's a lot of questions about where the Islanders are going to go to find that scoring punch because they just love re-signing all their veterans and they aren't really getting it done with the, with the goals. And Parise was the one that was, and He's gone. So. Still a free agent, right? Though, so you could maybe yep. bring him back. He's, but yeah, he's he's gone for now. There's 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 a lot of talk about whether he will come back. But I mean, there's nowhere to put him. Not exactly he's, a young guy either. Yeah, though. he's 38, I think. But he he's scored old. 20 goals last year. It was like, where did this come from? Still a good ad, the, yeah. Yeah, because the Wild basically said, "We don't want you, and we'll pay you like six million dollars to not play for us." <laughs> I guess yeah, it worked out for you guys. Okay, it was good ad. Good. Oh yeah, too. yeah, he was. He was great for us the last two years, but um, nowhere to put him right now. And, I mean, it would be a very team-friendly deal, but I don't know. We'll see We'll see if, if that comes, but he's not going to be the one to save the team. They're yeah. probably going to, knowing Lamorello, they're probably going to make another trade at the deadline, trade another first-round pick, because, I mean, just like the Bruins, the Islanders did that the last two years, traded first-round pick to get Romanov on our on our defense and Horvath, um, right? Horvath, yeah, Horvath. So yeah. the thing, the difference with the Islanders, though, when, when Lou makes a trade, he makes it early and he signs the guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted the Bruins to get Horvath when I knew he was available. I mean, we can't afford the eight and a half, but if it was Bergeron's last roundup, you know, at least you sign a guy who can help you now, and he'd be your center. Like next year, you can slide in and play yep. center. But, yeah, definitely. I just got him, so 
guys. Well, yeah, he's a great ad. I mean, the, that's what the Isles needed. They needed scoring. They were 22nd in the league last year in goals per game. And then also the power play was 15 or 16% on the power play, which is 30th in the NHL. So now you add a guy like that to your power play, it's a big difference. Which, like you said, he wasn't really there much mm-hmm. with Barzell healthy. But with those two guys healthy, you got to think goals will go up. You know, even though they yeah, were 22nd yeah. last year, if they go to 15th, that's a big difference. Jumping from 22nd mm-hmm. to 15th, you jump into the first half. You know, the top half of the yeah. NHL. And the goalies are great. Mm-hmm. So, you know you can win a game with two or three goals usually. You know, most given nights. So, yeah, they, they they just desperately need need something of a power play this year. Like, that was the reason why it was so close to get into the into the playoffs last year. Yeah. Who's their um, defensive like quarterback on the power play? Is it Dobson? Dobson, yeah. Dobson's Dobson's good. Dob- he's young, right? He's he he could. I mean, I don't know if this year he will be, but within the next two years, he'll probably be the best defend defenseman on the team. Um, and I mean, not defensively stuff, really. Pelic, Pelic and Pulak are both defensive first, uh, defense first. But Pulak has that has a great uh, slap shot. But other than that, he doesn't do a whole lot offensively. So. Dobson, Dobson being that quarterback has been good, and they have uh, they have the Islanders version of Sebastian Ajo. Uh, on, <laughs> <laughs> what a base! On, on he's actually not bad, but he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's he usually runs the second power play unit, and he does his job there. I kind of kind of view him as like the Islanders Connor Clifton, but mm-hmm. so th- does his job and is making probably like one million. So. Can't can't really complain. Definitely, uh, yeah, cheap. Which you guys gave seven year extensions to what Mayfield and uh, yeah Engvall both got seven year extensions. Yeah, Scotty Bonnie's yep. Mayfield. Mayfield. Three and a half million yep. a year for Mayfield. Mayfield, yeah. yep, seven years, three and a half annual. Which I mean, he's a ton. It's it's a lot of money, but I mean, he would probably be, he he would probably be a a second line defenseman on most teams, and he's probably like the best third line defenseman right now he's good yeah he's not a bad player he's not playing but it's it's just a lot of money to pay for a third line defenseman seven years no matter how good he is so it's painful but i mean islanders didn't really have anyone else that they could slot in in the right if somebody gets hurt he could move up you know what i mean too you never know so it's it's not bad to have that depth if he's a third you know third deep pairing yeah two years ago Kulak was out for about 40 games so that yeah. again. That's one thing the Isles need is health. That's been a big difference in Baker over the last couple of years. Bozell getting hurt. Uh, Wallstrom even had an injury right last year. We heard his yeah, Wallstrom, no. Wallstrom ACL. So it he was ACL, out since yeah. December. They had a lot so, of injuries. I mean, if he can somehow show his potential, yeah, then who, then maybe Islanders will be top three team in the in the Met. But I think they, I, I think they'll be right there. <laughs> I have them as a playoff team. We'll get into the playoff talk in a second, but I think the Isles could be there. If the goal scoring gets up, and obviously you have the, the defense, that's big. And it's, like you said, it's yeah. basically the same team as last year, which I'd say we're in similar positions to Clippers and the Islanders. We're running back basically mm-hmm. the same team for the most part. Yeah. A couple mm-hmm. additions. Uh, you know, the Clippers getting um, two pieces extra. Bones Highland really didn't play much last year, but he's coming back. Uh, 
could trade some of their Bones. Bones is my boy, dude. He's gonna have a bigger role. That's the name year, I didn't think I was gonna hear on this in this uh, in this podcast. Yeah. Bones oh, Highland. Yeah. Well, Mike knows I'm a big fan of his rap music. Busy on Spotify. But what I was gonna say was, you have guys that are taking bigger roles. Which last year Horvat was already on the team. But you expect him to take a step up this year. Bones Highland yeah. in the Clippers, similar thing. He's gonna take a step up this year. Uh, the yep. Clippers added Kenyon Mountain Jr. He was an ad. You guys really didn't add much except what Godier, like you said. So it's basically the same team from last year for both yep. of us. It's kind of make a break year for us. You guys on Wednesday yeah. to make a break. This is the Clippers year. If we don't win, I mean, it's it's basically it. But yeah. point I being also, is, I think we're both in similar <laughs> positions. I also got uh, the goat uh, Carson Coleman. Yes, I saw he got it. He got some money, didn't he? <laughs> he's uh, he's in he's in Bridgeport right now, so he'll he'll chill in the NHL for a bit until. Until someone gets hurt, but what do you get? A couple years deal? I saw goals on the third line. I think it's a year or two, two way. So. Yeah, something like that. I saw that today. Yeah, and then uh, one other thing they signed Samuel Bolduck. I don't know who he was, defenseman, but Bolduck. Yeah, Bolduck. he uh, he was. I don't know much about played him, here but. and there. Uh, like switched off with Aho. Both of them kind of kind of took that uh, quarterback role of the second power play, which I mean, neither one of them did tremendously, but. A third line defenseman, it's not super important. So, and we'll see what he does. He's younger. Maybe he'll step up this year. But as of right now, they're looking at Aho for that for that line. Um, and you, the other guy that they the other guy that they uh, that they resigned uh, Pierre Engvall, who yeah. they got at the deadline um, from Toronto. Um, they gave him seven years, which is. A, yeah, ton of years. Like Bigger it's. I mean, he's only. And he at least is. I think he's like twenty seven, twenty eight, something like that. So it's not like we're going to be paying him when he's thirty eight. But like, uh, it's it's a lot of money for a guy who doesn't do or a lot of years for a guy who doesn't do a whole lot. I mean, he's going to probably be the second line left winger. Mm. Which I mean, he's only there because he plays well with uh, Lee? with Brock Nelson. Oh. Anders Lee is actually on the on the he, third line right third? now. I was like, he's the captain. I I put him higher, but yeah, he. I mean, he should be. He was always the first liner, but um, with Horvath. now with Horvat, they're thinking maybe push him down to the third. Have him and Pedro make a good third line. Um, he's good, yeah. Does, does, him, does Lee still top. play top power play? You think, or have they not? Yeah, yeah. They so throw. Like he'll still yeah. scoop his goals in. He's, he's yeah. like a net front guy, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for so sure. He, yeah, he'll get his chances. Up yeah, there. he can. He'll probably be around twenty-five, thirty goals this year, and probably eighteen. Eighteen of those will probably come from within two feet of the goal. Hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. <laughs> How do you like feel about JBR, uh, better. Van Riemsdyk? <laughs> Yeah, he, Vin Riemsdyk was good last year, though. I saw his stats. They were good. Yeah, I don't know. Lee's much better. Yeah, no, I'd say Lee's better. But Vin Riemsdyk's solid, but yeah, uh, I'd say Lee's the better player. I, like, I, I actually really like that signing for the Bruins. I mean, got him for like a million bucks. So, yeah, it's a million bucks, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, really got, got, him on a, got him on a great value, but um, he's certainly not what he was six years ago. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll I would see, agree. We'll see what he could do. I, I've been I've been reading some stuff that they want him on the top line with uh, uh, with pasta. It could. Well, yeah. Who knows? I think they 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 preferred spreading the wealth last year, not having uh-huh. a big line. Get the brusque up there. Pasta yep. with Krejci, so now it's just going to be pasta Zaka to start, and probably 
Marshawn DeBrusque, which means they need a yeah. center, and it's probably going to be. I, th- I mean, I hope it's Patra, the young kid. Then you might keep Foyle on the third line. <laughs> Foyle will probably Man, still boy. take a lot of the faceoffs, though. So. Yeah, he's, he's solid at that faceoffs. Uh, Dan, how'd you feel about Josh Bailey getting traded? So they dumped his contract, right? So, Chicago yeah, was he it? was making $5 million this year. So, yeah, they, they they needed to get rid of him because otherwise they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been able to even re-sign the guys they did. So, because uh, yeah. right now they just, what did they do? They, they cut Ross Johnston, who was picked up by the Ducks for some reason. He's basically like a like a Walmart Matt Martin. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best way to describe him. He was making he was making one point one for the next like three years, which was I mean one point one is not that much money, but it was way too much for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like he was there. getting. I think he he got scratched like seventy of eighty two games last year. So yeah, it was good to get rid of him, but it was very surprising to see a team like the Ducks pick him up, which is like random, but hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Guess I need some depth. Sorry, what was your question again? I got, I, I, I kind of went, went down a rabbit no, hole. No, you, you answered it well. <laughs> it was about Bailey getting traded, and you said he was oh, Bailey, he already yeah, fell yeah. off, so, which he yeah, wasn't great defensively. So, yeah, definitely they needed to get rid of him because he was making so five million, and what did he do last year? He had scoring went down. Um, didn't it? He had twenty five points, which actually, I mean, not terrible as like a fourth liner, but for for five million dollars, yeah. Needed to get rid of him, and I'm honestly surprised that the team like Ottawa didn't want him for whatever league minimum is now to play on their third or fourth line. Mm-hmm. But they they cut him from their uh, PTO, so yeah, makes I sense. And really, really sucks for him. I mean, he was a great player for the Isles for ever since he was drafted. So I mean, tough to see a like a homegrown guy uh, leave like that out of the blue, but. Best for the team for sure. So yeah, you got to save money. You know, no, wish like him the best. Five million Vim's a, a lot of money. I know you. You like. Yep, yep. You like that. He, you know, you always played hot and stuff. But uh, obviously, the yeah, defense wasn't and, great. Yeah, he definitely lost a couple steps in the last three years or so. And sure enough, was like right after he signed the giant contract. So I mean, it happens. And I was finally got him off the books. People have kind of been wanting that for the last two years. So. They were thinking it too, and sure enough, we just threw all that money at a bunch of veterans. So, <laughs> hey, try it, right? Why not? See what works. Spread around the wealth. The, so the cycle cycle repeats. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like probably it. Probably gonna trade. Uh, probably gonna trade Varlamov in about two years for a bag of chips. So we'll see. Hey, like Mike said, you never know if somebody needs a, a goalie at the deadline. You can get good value. Yeah, sure. sure you know, but you don't sure. want to be in that position because if you're trading him at the deadline, it probably means you're probably not in it enough to want to keep him for the rest of the year. You know, like. If, yep, you, if you're yep. out of it, then you trade them. But if you're in a position where it's, you know, you're still in the mix in the playoffs right at the deadline, mm-hmm. I keep them just to have, you know, that second option. Except, you know, in case something happens to Sorokin or, like you said, mm-hmm. he's a good player too. But I wouldn't want to trade him because that means you're probably not in the best position for, you know, this year. But I yeah, mean, somebody's going to make that decision. Yeah, it might be something of like a, at the deadline if they want to get a left winger. Like You could do that. Yes, that, uh, that's true too. Yeah, if they want uh, to get like a Kyle Connor or someone. Um, when the Jets for sure will be out of it. Like, don't get me wrong, they just signed Hellebuck and uh, um, blanking Shifley, on the center's name, Shifley. Yeah, uh, they signed both of them for got some money. like eight a year or something like that. Which uh, they're trying to act like they're in it. They're not in it. Come on, come on. Yeah. They barely made the playoffs last year. Come on, no. And they lost Blake Wheeler. Like, 
absolutely not. They're not in it. So they're probably going to, they're probably going to have a fire sale at the deadline. So hopefully we can do some sort of swap. I mean, they're not going to take Farlam off, but that's just, that's just an example. Maybe we can do a swap of a left winger you take on Farlam's contract, but we'll see. I like it though. (laughs) Who knows if the Isles would even be in it by the deadline. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping for your sake, you know that. Uh, we, which we can dive now into sure. predictions. What do you guys want to start with? Some awards, or would you rather jump in, talk some playoff teams? Who we think is going to make the playoffs in each? Which, if you don't have them ready to go, we can, you know, cut it up whatever way we want, split things up. But what do you think? What do you, what do you guys want to dive into? Awards or playoff predictions? You know, for what teams will make it? I think, I think playoffs, maybe. All right. Yeah, yeah. So keep let's it, do playoffs. All right, let's do playoffs then. I mean, I still think Bruins are going to make the playoffs. So I still like the sure playoffs. Gonna, I, yeah, I like them to make the playoffs. Um, Vasilevsky's out for a while for the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Yep. One today without him. Toronto's good, but they don't have, you know, they're still a pretty weak goaltending defense-wise. So we'll be able to compete with those teams. Buffalo's a little on the rise. Ottawa has mm-hmm. retooled. Florida Panthers are obviously pretty good. The Devils, Detroit's probably still a little, little ways away. Like they're not complete, but mm-hmm. they've got a couple of good players. Um, well, the rest of the division, Montreal, terrible. Yep. Um, the Metro got some good teams though. Carolina, yeah. Devils, um, Pittsburgh, Sabres, yeah. Isles. Yeah, Carolina. They're so good. They got Orlov. They're definitely going to be in it. Devils last year were great. Yeah, my regular season perspective, I can't imagine they'll. You know, be out of the playoffs. They'll probably still be in. Devils, yeah, yeah. definitely. People like them a lot. I think yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will get back in there. Yeah, Pittsburgh added Carlson. Yeah, that's my boy. It's a, it's a yeah. big add. Um, a lot of money. It's tough eight. to imagine a team with Crosby not making the playoffs. I know last year that happened, but what, they were the last team yeah, not to make it. I think they made so it So what, they, they, they lost Zucker... Um, they brought Carlson in and they pretty much brought back the same exact team, yeah. which normally I'd Gensel say is fine. Guys were pretty good. Yeah. They got Gensel, they got, uh, Brian Rust, who, eh, it's all right. Yeah. He's, That's his job. Third line-ish guy. Yeah. He plays like on their first line. But <laughs> he does, yeah. he does. But anyone who plays with Crosby can score goals. So just... <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, it's a revolving door at wing. He's filthy. I think... I, I don't know if I'm ready to call them a playoff team again. Pittsburgh? Just because just cause they didn't make it last year, and they brought in Carlson, but I, I can't see him having the same output that he did with San Jose. San Jose, he could just I shoot wherever he wants. because San Jose, he was getting the puck every single yeah, time. He just lighted up. Like, I'm a big fan of him. He, he, was the, he was the only guy on that team. So I, I, I just can't see him having that same point total um, when Crosby's – Running the show, so I mean, he'll, do well. he'll do well, and yeah. it's a huge, huge addition for them. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're the odd team out in the Met. Um, do you just because I mean, the Capitals are better than them. I, I don't think so. So I have, I have the same four from the Met making it again: Devils, Hurricanes, Rangers, Rangers, Islanders, Rangers. Okay, I guess. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. I got Carolina, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. Mm-hmm. That's mine. So okay. I, would, I mean, 
Carolina, New Jersey, probably rocks to make it. Yep, for sure. Mm. Yep. I mean, Rangers, yeah. I didn't have Rangers. The Rangers. Are, Rangers are good. I, I think they're good. Uh, but they, great, though. I mean, they, they lost Tarasenko and they lost Patrick Kane. Kane, yeah. Yeah. They brought in Blake Wheeler. Although Kane's still is, Where is Kane? Is he signed? Kane's still a free agent. Free agent. Yeah. Still He's not even signed, signed yeah. I think he may still end up somewhere like New York, you know. He That's wants to play possible. in one of these big cities. Like. That was his goal, right, last year. So it might be the same this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly surprised he hasn't signed with uh, Chicago yet. I thought he would you think, you for sure go back. Go back, be with Badad. Yeah, I thought. I, I thought think for him, that. it's it's probably a money thing, right? Yep. I mean, he's used to. He was at one point the highest paid guy in the league, pretty much. Him and Taylor yeah. both making ten million bucks before mm-hmm. anyone else was making <laughs> near that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sort of like Did the treatment that, that uh, what's his name, McDavid and Dryside will get right now. Except yeah, yeah. Kane won three cups. So. <laughs> hey, this year could be different for the Oilers. I'm hoping at least. I don't think so. They 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 will never win a win a chip with with them too. They're just cursed at this point. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing it. We'll see when we get to predictions here, huh? See what, see how I feel. <laughs> I'm rooting for them. To like Toronto and and Toronto has a tougher road every year because I just think the East is more loaded at this point. But oh yeah, you pay all sure. these forwards and you just. Pay you're four guys. Defense. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. lacking on defense and goalie, especially. Um, yeah. And honestly, depth as well, obviously. If you're just paying four guys, not really much. All right, Dan, I'm going to upset you. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh gets in over the Islanders. Tough. That's, 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 <laughs> that's actually not team. a hot take. That's a, that's, fourth that's, team. that's pretty standard with, with, with what most people yeah. think. So, <laughs> I'm thinking in a head to head. I know last year probably went a little differently, but yeah. Horvat Barzal good. I just think Crosby's. I just think he's still a better player for sure. At this stage, I mean, he's, in the breakout he's no doubt Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's also just from the defense. Like the top two guys on the aisles are very defensive. I'm not. I mean, you know better than me watching like how they break the puck out and whatnot. But mm-hmm. they probably don't break it out with their legs too often. Carlson mm-hmm. now Latang, like they can both pass, both skate. Latang's good. Yeah. Um, maybe Latang's lost a, a step for sure, but. Still a good player, yeah. You know, yeah, my, my it makes a big difference when you can break out the puck with skilled defensemen. I mean, that's why McAvoy's out there so much for the Bruins. He can mm-hmm. skate, pass, hit, do everything. Yeah, my only my only concern with uh, well, two concerns with Pittsburgh is defensively finesse. because yeah, two finesse. Defensively, they're not super great. I mean, Latang does his thing, but. No, they're more or less not great. Yeah, it's <laughs> outside outside of the top two, and they're not even defensive defensemen. Right, and they they don't have much. And Jari is pretty bad, <laughs> in my yeah. opinion. So hot and cold at the very best. Bad yeah, so worst. they'll they'll give up goals for sure. But I mean, hopefully, hopefully they can for them they can score enough to make up for it. Um, and it is, but, it's like a it's a big power play league. I mean, you can ride your power play to a lot of wins in the regular mm-hmm. season. Yep. And it's, you know, it's a luxury when you have it, and it's it hurts if you don't have it. You know, a lot of times for the Bruins last year, it was the power play. It wasn't the greatest, but they would go up. You know, they get a lead, and then they go up another goal because they get a power play. Yeah. Yep. I just know. don't, they're not like to capitalize on the power play type team. I think the luck yeah, flips this year. It was 16% last year. 
I, I think it goes up this year. I have the odds making the playoffs. I think they're, I think they're going to score some goals. 16%. That's pretty, yeah. It was bad yeah. last year, so you can't get any worse. You're hoping for positive regression. They there. made the playoffs <laughs> last year at, six, at 16%. At or 17%, whatever it was. One for four. Yeah, in a game, you know. You're hoping yeah. if you get four cracks at it, you get a goal. It's impressive yep. they made the playoffs last year with, with that low of a power play percentage. It is. Yep. That's hard yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, so I think it goes up and this I year. Like it can't get any worse. Signing, so, I mean... I'm jealous of the Horvath. He struggled when he when he went over, but I mean, I think he'll he'll adjust. Some guys don't adjust right away, you know. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was funny. I can't remember the, the exact stat, but they paid top, think, they paid full price for him. So <laughs> it was it was something like five to ten games that they played together in the regular season. When both Barzell and Horvat were on the ice, or both healthy in the game, the power play percentage was at like. 27 percent or something oh, and so then that's, like a good, that's a great percentage and then without bars it dropped to like 10 yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy he's a great guy in the middle <laughs> sets everyone up so i think yeah, he's a playmaker them, i mean he has and then, speed and then, too. yeah like before before they got horvat it was like i think around like 16 18 percent that's like what they that, finished so. yeah 30th so it'll be better this year i do trust in that team and then obviously the goalies too are great they're gonna keep you in games so a great goalie can keep yeah. him in a lot of games. Look at Northeastern in the last couple years with Devin Levi. Kept him in a lot of games and they couldn't score. So yep. it's a big difference maker. That's 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 one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, Sabres could be sneaky They're, my, they're one year. of my ones. They're in for me. They Isles could and, be uh, sneaky Sabres, this my year. Top, they what gave, are they called? Wild cards? They just gave Darlene 11 mil a year, which is crazy. Absolutely yeah, he's nuts. A good he's a good player. I don't think he's worth 11. Absolutely I, no, not. I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's more, I mean, at least at this stage of his career, he's more at like eight. You know what I think it is? I think it's uh, it's where they picked him, right? He was top pick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number one overall picks, they just, they've got nine lives and they tend to get paid because, I mean, it was one of his first good solid years last year. And yeah, I think they probably think, probably oh, look, first. we hit on the pick that we thought we were going to hit on. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, Tage Thompson's the guy. He's a stud. 47 he's goals be, last year. Jeff Skinner. We got no one to stack up with him. Dylan Cousins. Cousins. I mean, yeah, Cousins. They good. got Owen Skinner. Power. Power. Yeah. Owen Power. Is it Skinner's Alex Tuck? Skinner's a little up there, though, right? Skinner's like overpaid. Skinner's old. But he's Skinner's, 35 goals Skinner's last overpaid. Year. He What's he made nine million. Thirty-five goals yeah, last year, though. He, uh, yeah. What was he it? Two years ago, he got forty goals. Like, yeah, before he went up there. There was. What was it? It was. Like two years ago, he I think he had like twenty points on the year, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is like it was like what is going on? And then like yeah, the next year, like, he came out with yeah. like thirty goals. So broke out. Like, <laughs> I think Skinner had the you know not real, it was like money per point for Skinner was like the highest in the league. Yeah. Uh huh. So I mean, last year he was good. I don't know what Jeff Skinner they're getting this year. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's still a good player. Uh, and then Alex Tuck they got too, so they got a lot of scoring depth there. They were missing a yeah, goalie last year. The two kids that they got from Vegas, Tuck and Krebs, are actually... Oh, yeah. They are both very good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Krebs actually gave the Bruins some problems. He was a young center. They'll probably mm-hmm. do it again. I don't know. They're, <laughs> they're a tough little matchup. Uh, hey, they got Devin power. Levi. Levi's a stud, dude. Yeah, He's unreal. Know, That's a big difference. Man. You actually needed a goalie last year. Yeah, That's why they missed. You, you thought he was never going to let a goal in. He thought he was... What's his name from... Uh, he was the best Montreal. goalie... He was the best goal in college hockey the last two years. You thought he was Ken Dryden and then Dude, the he was, injury rolled around. Did you see him play? He was the best goal in college hockey two years ago. It was nuts. <laughs> I saw, yeah. He is. He's I, unreal. I, yeah, I like, the, I like the player. He is just, you know, 
NHL, the smaller type guys, it, it, it takes a lot. It takes a little adjustment. And who's their other goalie up in Buffalo? No idea. Let me see. I don't know. He's starting. So, so here's the real point, right? I mean, they got to see what Levi is. And it's so many more games than college hockey. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even guys who are used to the NHL don't play 60-plus games anymore. I mean, some of them do. Like, uh, Comrie? Or, um, Eric Comrie? Comrie? Oh, he's terrible. I don't even know who he is, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, much about him, feel, at least feel good about the Bruins' chances in that. Hey, yeah, they got Connor Clifton. And, uh, Swayman. They got Clifton. Cliffy, Cliffy Hockey, yeah. <laughs> they, do. they do. They got, uh, got um, Matthew Savoy. He's, he's hurt, but he's a stud. Top pick. Yeah, ninth, ninth overall pick, was that? Yep, high pick a um, couple years ago, yeah. He's good. He's a stud. Um, he's young. He's probably like 20, 19, 20. So, I also so, think Buffalo, until they, you know, force it, Break the ice, make the playoffs. You know, it does take a lot to get get there, get over the hump. It's a long season, so teams that aren't used yep. to it, like the Bruins, they just as an organization used to making the playoffs. Same with the Islanders, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just don't see Pasternak, McAvoy, Marshawn not making it, and Buffalo making it. I have them both making. Yeah, it. I, I'll run over mine right now, real quick. Who do you have out then in the Atlantic? I'm curious. Uh, Rangers, I vote. Panthers, I vote. So one in the Metro, one in the so, Atlantic. Yeah, Panthers, wow. Atlantic. So I got Panthers out in the Atlantic. I got the Rangers out in the Metro. So I, this is, I'll, I'll run through mine really quick. I got Maple Leafs, Lightning, Bruins, Carolina, yeah. Devils, Pittsburgh, and then Sabres and Islanders, my uh, two wild cards in the East. Sabres, Islanders. Yeah, the extra two there. So there you go. So I have the Rangers missing and the Panthers missing, which the Panthers missing was tough, but I needed to have the Isles and I, I needed to have the Sabres in there. So I went with I went both. The only thing missing. with the Panthers, maybe, again, if Bobrovsky just goes reverts back. Turns back time. Regular yeah. season mode. <laughs> but he was a stud, yeah. yeah. He, was good. he turned back time somehow, but uh, that that's my eight there, which you go going over so it right again cold, if you want. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes he gets like off ice issues, but yeah, no, he does always have that. And we'll see what happens team, tonight too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, so mine. Yeah, you were uh, My projection. I had uh, Maple Leafs. I think they're a lock. Mm-hmm. I think they yeah. they add a Bertuzzi, and they're they're just pretty stacked this yep. year. I, like um, yeah. I, I, I think it's the best offensive team in the league. I don't Definitely. Think it's Studs. Close. They just loaded up there. Yeah. Um, I have Panthers in it. And kind of like how you said with the with the Bruins, make, uh, not being able to imagine uh, Marshan and Pasta not making it, I had that with the Lightning. With, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they still have Which a lot of big guns. Point. Mm-hmm. Kucherov. They've been losing Definitely. some of their guns over the last two years, but they still have a ton. Definitely. Um, so I think they're going to squeak in. Mm-hmm. They won tonight, apparently. 5-3, yep. Ah, oh, God. Already up 5 They don't have Vasilevsky for a while, though, so. Yeah, we'll that's, that's, that's one of the wild cards with them. Scoring makes um, a difference. They can score the four goals a night. You just got to stay afloat. Yeah, they have lost a little depth offensively, though. They yeah, weren't they like the same. Stamkos is getting older. I right? think Toronto's going to be allowed to score them. Probably. Probably they faster, did, right? too, they right? And they beat them. They beat them last year. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lost Kaloran. They lost. Uh, I don't even know if Corey, Perry, if Corey Perry played for them last year or two years ago. I think he did play for them last year. Stamkos is uh, getting older, too. You know what? They also, like, what did they traded away a lot to get Tanner Janot. Yeah. And they, uh, mm-hmm. um, Hey, Brandon Hagel, I think he scored a goal tonight. Yeah, yep. he's good. Uh, they do, and, they uh, do still have depth, but yeah, it's not like... like they a got Sam Nick yeah, Paul. Yeah, Nick Paul. But 
But I mean, like a lot of these guys are not. Sorelli is good. Yeah, Sorelli is good. I think he's a little overpaid right now, but probably. Um, yeah. Point. It's like great. they have they they have one of the best top lines in in, in the NHL mm-hmm. with Stamkos, uh, Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov. But we'll see. Although they the uh, Stamkos, they don't want to resign him. Yeah, so he was upset about Ooh. that. Okay, okay. They said they're not giving him an extension. So. He was upset that about be, that. He gets traded to the Bruins at the deadline. Um, <laughs> Will they ever do that, though? have a big, different conversation here. <laughs> Guess you never know. Uh, We're going to have the most unique power play. It's going to be double barrel on the right face-off dot. High and low, pasta and Stamkos. Bombs away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Why not? So, Dan, you got them making it in. Do you have the Bs making the playoffs? Are they one of the extra two uh, for you? It's fine if so, not. Keep it a buck. So, so, so I'll give you this. I'll give. So I did not. Okay. But I think it's going to be. Right, so. I, I think I like it's going to be three from the Atlantic. So I had Maple Leafs, Panthers, Lightning. I think, I think the Bruins could could fight for that third, but uh, right now I have it as the Lightning. Um, okay. And then I have the the five from the Met, um, taking both wild card. Okay, I like it. I mean, you gave and, you gave a yeah, solid the, cell group there. The the caps are down in the water, so they're they're done. But caps are uh, dead, yeah. They're they're too old and they yeah, just d- done. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you. So they've had a ton Somebody. of injuries too. Like they just goalies a question mark. Yeah, it's they have Ovi and Backstrom and. 36-year-old T.J. Oshie, so... Yeah, Oshie's up yeah, there, Who's too. been banged up, right? Like, he gets hurt yep. every year, it seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah. So, and then John Carlson still, yeah. Yep, they still have him. <laughs> so, it's just going to be another year of, oh, Oshie scored another hat-trick. He's this much yep. closer. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, they're just not traveling circus now. <laughs> all their, all their good players are 33-plus. <laughs> yeah, this team has a lot of mileage. So, yeah, I think... They're, I like your eight though, Dan. I like your eight. What's yeah. your eight, uh, Mike? What was yours again? You said you said uh, them. So I'd say definitely Maple Leafs, Bruins. I think Panthers make it. Um, I see Lightning making it too. So that's four Atlantic, and then uh, Hurricanes, Devils. Those two seem like a lot. I, Devils maybe not, but. It, it would take some injuries for them not to make it. I think Jack Hughes and those guys. They're young, yeah. The Devils are Devils are stacked. What a young talent. Devils are stacked. Yeah, I don't love their defense. Yeah, the, like, who's, their, who's their top goalie over there? Um, Hamilton, Benny Hamilton. <laughs> they they have uh, Vanacek, I think. Vanacek, they, yeah. So he got picked in the expansion draft and then traded. Right, Washington yep. tried to get him back. Mm-hmm. Seattle, and then yeah, Devils picked him. He's, I think they want they, they wanted to trade for Hellebuck, and then he just signed, so oh, it's right. not going to be him. Uh, I don't know who they're going to uh, go yeah, after. Yeah, you know, I mean, Devils could have a bad. I think Devils could slip down to wild card again, which is where they could. They could. Um, could so Pittsburgh Hurricanes, Devils. That's a bit of a hot take, though. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, that's there. There. I guess there. Bleacher uh, Report had them number two in the power rankings right now. Devils? <laughs> two. Yep. Yeah, people are high on them a lot. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of high-end talent, but they're not going to surprise people anymore. You know, mm. Last year, I think it was, they come in, they skate, they're fast, they're skating around you. The GOAT, Dougie Hamilton? 
Yeah, thanks, boy. Thanks. Thanks, boy. Another Dougie Hamilton guy. I think he's just too soft. Got his pay, eh? Alligator arms in the corner. So I'm the only um, one of us three with Bruins, Isles, Bruins and Isles both team. making it. Rangers, yep, yep. I guess. I forgot the Rangers. Rangers, Isles could be a little dogfight to get in. Oh, I got the Isles yeah. over the Rangers. Yeah. I just, the Rangers have a little more talent. I think they do, yeah. I, they do, probably. I don't know. Goal close. Yeah. Yeah, goal tending. I mean, yeah, it's Shesty, Sorokin. Yeah. Top, I, I think they're both top their, three. Their so. defense, <laughs> yeah, they're right there. Little, their defense is just different because a guy like Adam Fox plays both ways. I don't, I think he's a little overrated. Yeah, truth be told, I think McAvoy's better because he has a physical element. Yep, Fox doesn't really bring it, but I mean, it's not his fault that he's not a huge guy. Yeah, I mean they have they have Truba kind of take care of that. Truba is a big boy, but he's I also I, I also he's think he's I'd rather have him. He's overrated. Yeah, I agree because I think Truba's a bit reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. He goes for those big takeout shots. He gets, you know, get, get to see the highlight. He crushes a guy coming over the blue line. Yeah, he kills people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Takes risks um, for the big hit. Like Gudas. I mean, he's better than Gudas, but similar style. Definitely. Rangers have missed a little bit on some picks, though. Like Lafreniere, not really. Yeah. The, like, he'll go on streets, but he's like a third liner. Yeah, for for them, they, they need Lafreniere. To, they need Kako, uh, Lafreniere, and Keedle to... To really play well, to, oh, yeah. to actually so be bad. top six forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, in a matchup, I think Rangers might have a little more than the Isles can bring yep. offensively. I agree. Yep. I just, Definitely. I just hope yeah. that, I just hope that the Isles can capitalize enough on the on the Rangers' poor D. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good hit to head. Yeah. Definitely. Subway series. 100%. I think I think definitely losing a little bit of the Rangers firepower um, that they got at the deadline could could bring them down under. Um, and right now, I have them making it. Um, so we'll agree with you there. All right, now we'll jump we'll jump out west. Uh, talk west really quick. We can jump back into the to the east too if you want, Mike. But uh, I'll give you my talk about the east. I'll give you my West, though, really quick. You give your West. You guys have West predictions? And no, if you don't, you're going to talk West. I, 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 I know basically. I'm doing these live. <laughs> I know I basically it. nothing about the West, but. I was reading about some of the teams. I mean, a lot of people love Edmonton, obviously, because of the two big pieces yeah. there, which I root for them uh, for that for their sake, too. Uh, I love Vegas. Vegas and the Kraken. Those are my two teams out there that I like. Yeah. I like, I like I Edmonton. Minnesota, Minnesota seems to get in the playoffs. Yeah, Minnesota will make it. Dallas is good. Dallas mm-hmm. was good last year. Ottinger goalie is good. Yeah, Dallas is a is one of the uh, cup favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Edmonton, I, I like. I, I'll give you my uh, I, my fault, Dan. You go. Yeah, go for it. Go no, for it. You, go no, for you straight. It. You go. I was just gonna say, Avs are gonna make it. I don't know if we mentioned them. Yeah, they'll make yeah. it. Sure. I think that's a lock, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So talented. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'll give you my three. Oh, they're, three they're, they're, they're a little weak in that, right? Landeskog is is out. For the year, yeah, it's a big loss. So, McCarr, McKinnon, but I mean, they'll they'll figure it out. I mean, they still got a bunch of talent on that team. Is um, what's his name? Did he get traded from the BC kid center? Um, Miles Wood. No, not Wood. They had a deal out there. Yeah. No, the the actual new hook. New hook. Yeah, new hook did get traded to the uh, Canadians. 
Did he really? Oh, okay. Canadians, right, Dan? Yeah. Sounds right. I think yeah. he did. And um, Boldy's over on uh, Minnesota Wild. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he, 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 like, Canadians, yeah. he never really, he, I don't think he really ever showed it, like, full potential for BC. And then yeah. he's just lighting it up for the show. I felt like so. Newhook did more scoring at BC. He though. did. Yeah, yeah. Boldy kind of. the games I had watched. But. Yeah, Newhook Boldy kind of flew under the radar. Like, everyone was kind of like, really? This guy was the, was the first our, our best though, forward? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the three, three of them, right? The three of them, uh, night two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a stack. Yeah. Stack of the three of them were picked within like five picks, I think. Of each yeah, other. I think they were only top fifteen. Yeah, that was that was quite a class. Um, I'll give you my my Pacific really quick. I got Edmonton, Vegas, Seattle, uh, Central. I got Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado, and then my extra two Minnesota and the Kings. Which I don't really care about the Kings much, but I read about them. And I wasn't going to go with Calgary. They missed last year. The Kings gave uh, Edmonton a tough time. Yeah, they were they were decent last year, right? So yeah. I will think what Byfield can do this year. If he can he can step yeah. up a little bit. We'll see. He hasn't brought much scoring to the league. He hasn't got that good boy. Yeah, he's a big dude and they're pro- they might put him on the top line with Kopitar. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, they're an older team. Kopitar's on the top line. Oh, um not Kopitar, but the winner scores other goals. No, it's in a Kempe? Kempe, Adrian Kempe. Yeah. Mm. He's good. He's good. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think Kings make it um, for uh, Pacific. This isn't in any order, but. Uh, yeah, he's throwing them out. Kings, Oilers, Knights, and at that point, you know, like I mean. Kraken, I think. I don't, I don't know if the Kraken are. The, uh, the Kraken squeaked in. I don't know if they do that the again. The Kraken went on a good little run, though. They took out. They did. Uh, they did. Colorado. They they took down Which Colorado. They got hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll for sure root for them, but I don't know if they're going to make it again. Flames might squeak in, but Flames I mean, the West is the West there. is pretty bad. I mean, there aren't that Dude. many top dogs. So, in Central Division, Stars, Wild, Avalanche. I think those are pretty much locks. And yeah. it gets I weak mean, after those three, for sure. Coyotes are not. Blackhawks probably aren't either. No. Mm-mm. Preds? I don't know. If I, How's St. Louis? St. Louis is really losing a lot of guys. And yeah, I, don't think, I don't think the Blues really have anyone anymore. Tory Krug, right? He's still there? They were trying uh, to trade him. Probably, yeah. I, think I, think so. I haven't heard there. anything about him getting moved. Big money there too, um, but yeah, I like I like your picks there, Dan. Um, well, maybe maybe the Flames and Kraken will get the two wild cards because the Flames are a good like team. The Predators, they got talent. They just didn't make it yeah. last year. So I was just like, if they didn't yeah. make it last year, I'm not gonna run with them this year. But I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, know, I read about them today a little. Um, yeah, they got uh, dodged. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like, like the Blues, Jets, or Preds. So yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, Preds, Preds probably won't make it. The times passed, but yeah, uh, yeah you got I mean, they have a couple, they have a couple good guys, but not much. I mean, just from what I was watching today, I mean, Yossi's still, Yossi's <laughs> um, sick. Um, so and now they have um, Philip Forsberg. They brought in Riley. Riley. Yep, but they're they got a few top guys, and then they're pretty thin. 
Yeah, they tra- trade away the kids, you know. Like maybe in a couple of years, the Preds after they retool some picks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lucy Cyrus is pretty good, but he's an undersized goalie a little bit. Yep. So, um, it's a lot of miles to put on the one guy. Update of that Penguins Blackhawks game. I don't know if you're watching, but one nothing Penguins. Brian Russ goal. So yeah. there you go. I picked Penguins, so but that didn't get me my first goal. Tough luck there. <laughs> uh, what do you got for the West Mike for your playoff teams? You know, you just throw them out. I mean, so, it's tough to disagree. I think um, Vegas for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Seattle definitely is in. Edmonton's definitely in. Dallas is in. Colorado. After that, it's it's a drop off. Minnesota is good. Yeah, LA is okay. They made it last year. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, yeah. I don't know how many I just listed there, but that's you know that's about all I see for feasible teams. I know you mentioned Calgary. Yeah, I, I'll probably add Calgary so actually. I forgot I had Minnesota twice, so I guess Calgary would be the one. I had them as my first one out, but I guess they'll make it in. Which I wasn't really yeah, that high. Like, they missed last year, so I was like, I like Minnesota. I like Kirill. I like the like you know. Yeah. I like watching that team. Mm-hmm. They usually make it out to chaining. Um, did they lose first round of the playoffs again? Or I think they uh, sure. Yes, they did. They played Dallas. I Minnesota think. did lose first round, yeah. Yes. But they yes, won, they I think, the first game, maybe first two. And then and know, they had carried the play, and then they just wore down, and Dallas ended up rolling them. So yeah. they're missing something over there. Um Probably mostly to do with defense and goaltending. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think Dallas is is pretty loaded for the West, and if it's an easier conference, they're gonna they're gonna do well. I would agree. Get some good young, young talent. Yeah, so I like. So, Jose, like I uh, I wanted to ask you um, mm-hmm. since we were talking about this a couple months ago at the end of the season, um, we were talking about oh with the with the Bruins trading away some money. Um, we were talking about, like, obviously Carlo should have been moved already, and I don't mm-hmm. know how he's still with the team, yeah. making yeah. four, I think there's four and a half, for whatever, whatever it is. they like him, because it's not an expensive contract, but also he's a good locker room guy. Yeah, he's been there for some time, too. I, I don't know. And he's got size, which is another thing. It's just, he's, yeah. in my opinion, just total garbage, worth about two and a half. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, the target's on the back of him and Grizzly, because of the money they make, it's yeah. movable. Um, so I think it the, seems like every time the playoff rolls around, they're not, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I think bigger question: Do you think Olmark gets traded at some point? So here's the thing: my decision. I, my, I'm a swimming guy. I'm just swimming guy, so he's gonna say yes. I'm gonna look at it from a different perspective, where I think it's traded, but not because swim. Which I mean, they're pretty similar goalies, right? I look at it from the other way. Do you think Olmark's gonna be able to repeat what he did last year? Yeah, they were, they were both obviously great goalies. It's a great tandem to have. But do you think Almark's going to repeat what he did last year? I don't. So I no. look at the perspective of getting Max Value and Swayman's a good guy just to step in. Obviously, a young guy that was great last year. So uh, I feel the same way that I did before, that I would trade one of them. And uh, I think Almark's a better guy to move. I don't think he repeats what he did last year. Um, yeah. but I, I don't I, think he's overpaid. I don't he's think not overpaid, no. He's a great value. Great value for the contract. But the way I, I feel about it is to have two great goalies. If you could get someone back, the same way with, you know, Volomov, like we were saying, with Sorokin. I mean, if you can get something back at the deadline or something, if you need a piece, maybe that's something you go and do. But I think the Bruins are in a different position in that regard. Omak just won the Vesna, so it's a little bit harder to move him, you know, maybe if you look at it from that perspective. But 
I said. Well, it's hard from a, like a PR standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Guess, fans are going to be. It's not difficult. Like, there's a team out there that would take all my. Oh, definitely. But I mean, you take swimming. Heavy. Swimming would probably get you a better return because he's younger. Young. But. but I feel the same way that I did, Dan, in April and May that I do now. I think I don't think he repeats what he did last year. His numbers were all career mm-hmm. highs. Uh, forty-six and one, nine thirty-eight save percentage, one point eight nine goals against per game. Like I think, just without having Bergeron, it's already going to go down. Oh yeah, the penalty kill. Think about the penalty kill. Wins PK. It's just, we're going to let in more goals. Eighty-seven percent penalty kill last year, which was number one in the NHL. That's not going to be the same this year. So, and then obviously in the playoffs, he was a different goal last year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did score, but he's a different goal in the playoffs. Eight ninety-six save percentage, yes. uh, three and a third goals allowed per game. What was he? Three and three. So, I don't know. I don't think he repeats what he did I last think, year. I think one of the worst things that happened to the Bruins is that the Allmark was so good um, because they were just so reluctant to go to Swayman in the playoffs. Yeah. And they didn't go to him until Game 7. And the first goal they did let in was definitely a goal that the guy just... You throw him out there into live action. With the, you know, the Panthers are already feeling it. They, they pushed it to 7. Yeah, all momentum. They were sort of humming. They had something going. Definitely. they get a goal on him that wasn't the greatest goal. They, then he played well the rest of the game and kept them in it. 100%. He had a few big saves, but you got to throw him in there like game. Because uh, Omar was dealing with something, right? He was hurt. Yeah, he had he what, dealing with a back, something or back. Yeah, he had some injury. And we couldn't close out game five. Omar had to gasp behind the net. I'm yeah. not trying to relive it all, but yeah, cost them the game. Yeah. Peppering them. Panthers only had about like 15 shots, but. Yeah. You're right. I, I would have I would have put Swayman in game six to start. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the momentum was already flipped by the time Game Seven came around. And I want to blame. I mean, if you look at some of those goals given in Game Seven, out of position, uh, you know, a couple of the McAvoy was out of position on one of those goals. Uh, Lindholm, yeah. like you said, had a very bad series. Not all those goals were his but fault. They, they, gave they up were in game just seven. whacking the puck. They weren't getting it out of the, their end. Exactly. You know, gave up four goals yeah, in Game the, Seven. The, the but I don't blame them. Was real for the Panthers and the Bruins. Just didn't. They weren't composed. Um, yeah. Sucks. How do you feel about it, Dan? About those two guys, would you trade one or keep both? Um, so I think usually, like trading cap away, that's usually more of an off-season thing. So yeah, I think Carlo stays, Grizzly stays. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think you very well could trade Olmark to a team that is probably not making the playoffs on the outside looking in that needs a goalie. Um, you trade him there, and you get a second line center. Definitely, and preferably one that's under five million, so you don't have to deal with all those cap shenanigans. But even that, you ask him to take a little cap, and you get it done. Because I mean, right now, I mean, it's just depth for the Bruins is pretty terrible, yeah, especially I mean, at center. Yeah, we're trading him like, to uh, Vancouver. We're going to get Elias Pettersson. Patterson, he's been the boy for some time. Uh, there's, there's some room of him being moved at some point, right? Patterson. He wanted more money, didn't he? I think maybe maybe JT Miller. I mean, he just signed his deal. And he but did get paid, though. Yeah. He, got, he got a ton of money. Yeah, um, that's the reason Horvath think... had to be moved, right? Because yeah. JT, the year before, did what Horvath did, and he got paid. Yeah. Um, Patterson's a beast, though. Jeez, I don't know. I think... I think they, I think they like Patterson, but I mean, I haven't, I haven't really been following on them. Um, that's, I mean, if they can somehow get him, then absolutely do it. Only twenty four years old, yeah. Whatever you need in that trade, send it. Stone, yeah. Send it, whatever the cost is. But yeah, I, I would agree uh, with you, Dan, on that. 
If you can trade move Coyle, right I don't center. see them trading trade Coyle. Yeah, I would say trade Coyle all summer, and then Mike <laughs> made the point they don't have any centers. You really can't trade them. But I guess I okay. Guess here's the case. crazy. You want to hear a crazy one, Joe? Here's I don't think they could do it. But could you trade Omar up to Toronto mm. and bring back a one of their studs, Chuzi, Nylander, or something? Nylander, yeah, Nylander is a free agent this year, right? Something like that could happen. That'd be crazy because it's in the division with another team that's definitely going to make the playoffs. It's a rival too, right? I mean, they always play each other. Yeah. Uh, it's tra- tough. We have traded with them. It's not Yeah, it's not impossible. You're right. Bruins have traded with the Canadians. I mean, hey. It's not impossible. Yeah, you're right. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. I think it'd be a great trade for the Bruins. But would you get? Would you have to give up more than just Elmark in that deal? If you get a um, Nylander, I... For Nylander, Nylander probably. Probably, right? A little more? I don't think so for Nylander, actually. Pick? Because he... Gets paid more. True. And if he's not going to resign because they won't give him the money, is he expiring if this year ends? Mark, who's still under contracts, yeah, a good deal. Goalie, at least last year. Give me Mitch Marner. I think they, I think they would do it. I think Toronto would do it. That's not a bad, not a bad proposal though. And Newlander has been better than Mitch Marner in the playoffs. You're right. He's been consistent for them, scoring some goals. I don't. He's not my favorite guy up there. I think Matthews is the best. Matthews is the guy. Yeah. We're not yeah. getting him, unfortunately. <laughs> I would agree with you. They like that guy Samsonov, though. I was reading about him today too. They liked him. Nine nineteen Samsonov last year. Or... The most uh, the most popular guy on the team in Toronto is always going to be the backup goalie, all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> the starters always underwhelming. Jack True. Campbell, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's another guy. Where did he move? Uh, I can't remember where he where he went. Campbell's uh, still there, I think. Uh, is, he? is he? No, he's Oilers. He's Oilers. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah, He's got, got Skinner. Skinner too, yeah, both. Uh, and then, yeah, they still got Samson off of Toronto, but yeah, Campbell jumped to Edmonton. Which they've had goalie issues for years now, but I don't know, depth too for the for the uh, Oilers. Similar to Toronto, I guess, right? They pay their top guys and then there's not enough money to go elsewhere. So. Yeah, yeah I, you either get a drafted or you gotta pay or, yeah. If you're gonna pay, catch lightning in a bottle with somebody. You're right. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to value goalies in terms of trading with with wingers and skaters um it's not always the easiest um because i mean for for a team that views uh Olmark as what his playoff showing was versus what he was during the year like who knows what yeah. he's gonna get and if he comes out of the gate slow with with a worse bruins team giving up more shots what's his value then so i don't i don't know it's tough yeah. yeah, he was good up in in Buffalo, even on those bad teams. Though, like he, I think Jack Eichel, they interviewed him about Omar. They're like, oh, if we didn't have Omar up in Buffalo, <laughs> these yeah. games would have been, you know, six to two instead of three to two. Five. Yeah, yeah. Now goalies, goalies are important. So, I mean, yeah. he, he was good on a team that was much worse than what the Bruins will be this year. I mean, still, I, I think the best part of the team is still McAvoy. I think overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to play the most ice time. Yep. Yeah, McAvoy and Lindholm. It's not like he's got nothing in front of him. Mm-hmm. Defensively, yeah, we're lacking Bergeron, obviously. But Marshawn's always up there in the Selkie boat, too. If you ever see the slip, he's usually top 10. Mm. <laughs> we'll see how he does. He's going to hurt this year, too, without Bergeron, of course. Bergeron's a big loss. Yeah. A lot of that's from the PK. Those two are a weapon. But 100%. Yeah. I think the Bruins will still be pretty, pretty decent defensively. Coyle's pretty good on defense, and he did a lot of PK last year. Definitely. I think top PK unit will still be good. Defense should be solid. Will it be 87% like it was last year, though? 
That's that's the question. Won't be as Probably good, but not. without Bergeron, it's a big Probably loss, not. right? He's great. Great in the PK. Boshin's great too, though. Like you said, they're, he's great both ways. And I don't know what they're going to do without uh, without the goat uh, AJ Greer. Yeah, he's gone, right? On Davis. <laughs> Someone just picked him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sad to see. We're mourning the loss of Taylor Greer. But there go. <laughs> AJ Greer, another BU guy. We love our BU guys, huh? I think he was on the PU for like a year and then left. But Something like that, yeah. So Coyle. Coyle was there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Sweeney does love his Hockey East guys. He does. BC's got a good amount. we got three of them. Two or three, right? From last year, he had three. So he's got a couple still there, I guess so. And uh, who was there last year he had that just left? I'm trying to remember. It was a forward. Uh, he had Gasso, um, Jelvik, and then there was oh, one Kuntar? of them. Kuntar, yeah, Kuntar, there it is, right there, you nailed it. He just signed him, and, you know, between the AHL now, but Kuntar, the other one, yeah. So, he had three last year. Still got Gasol there and, and Yelvik, so it's two. But, <laughs> yeah, they love the Hockey East guys. No no Northeastern guys, really, not many, at least. Yeah. Oh, we miss you. Hey, maybe Mason Laura makes the team, too. They've been talking about him. Big defensive from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Mark McLaughlin? Get McLaughlin yeah. up there. It's my boy. I have no doubt that he'll play some games, but we'll see. He'll start the AHL. I mean, that's realistic, but hopefully at some point mid-season, if there's an injury, somebody makes his way in. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good for McLaughlin that uh, Greer is like, picked up. For sure, for sure. It's one less guy in front of him, yeah. Yeah, uh, unless I'm True. Yeah, hopefully he makes it up. You know my dad's the biggest fan of him. But uh, anyways, <laughs> before I let you guys go, uh, do you guys want to give your NHL Stanley Cup predictions? You got... Two teams that you think, one team over the other. Who do you like? Ooh. Which uh, Mine, I, you guys already, neither one of you liked my team. I had winning, so you're not going to be happy with my pick. This is who I want to win, who I think is going to win. Doesn't always go that way. This is who I want to win. Uh, I, I I get the Oilers winning, which very unlikely, but that's what I want to win. So uh, I mean, it should be the most likely. They got, <laughs> they got McDavid. But, but uh, it's, every year it's the same thing for them, though. They don't really have the depth and obviously defense and, and goaltending, you know, but... The two best players, two of the best, I should say. McDavid's obviously the best, and then uh, obviously uh, Drysdale is right up there too. But uh, so I got the Oilers winning. I had over Carolina originally. I was flipping between Carolina, Toronto, back and forth. I ended up choosing Toronto. So here we are. Oilers over Toronto. That's what I want. What I think will happen. I think Dallas ends up winning. That's what I think. What I want though uh, is, yeah. is that I was going to say Dallas. I like it. I like Dallas. Dallas over Carolina. Okay. Okay, I, I had. Uh, I don't think Carolina could beat them, but I I think it'd be a good match. I, I don't know. Actually, that is that's a good one. That'd be a good New one. Probably better than whoever Carolina has, but that'd be Carolina's a good one. got Orlov now. They're, <laughs> they're kind of loaded down there. Yeah, I was flip flopping Carolina and Toronto, but uh, <laughs> I I end up going with Toronto, but I do like Dallas though. Bobby Orlov. Bobby Orlov, goat. Go. What do you got, Dan? You know, it's fine if you don't. I'm going to go a little crazy here. Um, I'm going to go L.A. over Devils. Okay. Kings, I like it. Of, uh, what was that, 2012? <laughs> that was the 2012 yeah, yeah, That's the same so. result. I love it. I love it. Why not? We do these predictions anyway just to throw them out there. you got to have some hot takes in there. Yeah. Every year, everyone always makes the same predictions in the NBA and all that. You know, it's always if the Chiefs for the Eagles. out of the box, NFL. I would say Kraken. Okay. Kraken, all right. Okay. 
We can give a couple. Yeah, so we've given Dan had his, you know, out of the box one. You're giving yours right now. I'll give my out of the box one. I guess is the one I already had. Toronto making it with Edmonton, two teams that are cursed in the playoffs. So <laughs> I already have mine there. So or it goes over Toronto. What I think happens, I think Seattle. No, not Seattle. You said Seattle. Dallas over Carolina, but I, I would like Edmonton. But what do you got, Mike, for your crazy one? Cracking over Pittsburgh. Dan, what's your uh, realistic one? So you got your out of the box <laughs> one. You can give another one, even if it's even if it's what you the same as what you already said, whatever it may be. But this is what I did with the uh, NFL. I had a prediction that I wanted mm-hmm. to happen, and then one that I thought would happen uh, in my predictions. Which the one I thought would happen was Miami over San Francisco. It's looking pretty good right now, even though Miami did get blown out a couple weeks ago versus Buffalo. But uh, what do you got, Dan? I mean, I think you can stars roll with the same really one. Good. Sabres. Stars are really good. Oh, stars, okay. Um. And I think probably most likely is either Hurricanes or Leafs. Okay. Like, that's a pretty cold take. I like um, it. No, I like that, though. It's all and, I mean, Leafs making it out of the first round is a hot take. Yeah, that's why That's why that <laughs> was my out of the pocket one. Last year, but then what? They pretty much got swept on what? Five-game series against the Panthers? First time winning a series in, what, 20 years it was? Yeah. So, I guess that was a win in its own, but... <laughs> Uh, obviously, yeah, it is a hot take, I guess, having, for me, Edmonton and Toronto both making it in. Even though they're both kind of like favorites, people do like both of them. For them to both make it same year, probably unlike considering how un, you know, uh, successful they've been in the playoffs recently. But uh, I do I do wish well for those those two teams. I do like having uh out-of-the-pocket prediction, though, and one that you want to see. You know, you know like, I guess they're the same. And then yeah, one just, that you think will happen. I just, I just don't like the Oilers out of making it that far. I just think defensively, no, they just have no one. Yeah, it's the same problem every year for them. I, I would agree. That's why I just think that, that the was my Oilers one. terrible. They match up poorly against Vegas. They don't match up great against uh, even the Kraken. Dallas. Uh, Dallas matches up better. Colorado, Colorado. Like, they don't even match up that well against the top teams in the West. Yeah, you're right. So, I would agree with you there. I would agree. I, I like our predictions, though. Um, and then one last thing. Uh, who do you guys have for... Uh, the Hart Trophy, which I said MVP originally, Mike got mad about that, but <laughs> it's MVP in every other sport. Uh, so I know it's a little Brad different Marshall. here. Okay, <laughs> you going with him? I, I mean, Pasta is up there, but I, Pasta I is up there. A lot of people like him. I saw people predicting him. Matthews, I'll say Matthews. Okay, I like that. Hmm. I was, I was kind of tiptoeing between Matthews and McDavid. I, I chose McDavid, but I think if if uh, if the Atlantic. If the top of the Atlantic, like Bruins and Bolts, are going to be a little bit weakened to start the year, and the Leafs start out hot, usually, you know, high trophy goes to a guy on a good team. Mm-hmm. I think the one year McDavid led the league in points but didn't win that trophy was because they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. It's a difference. And if Matthews goes and gets another, like, 50, 60 goals. So my fault. I apologize. We're back here with the recording. <laughs> Technical difficulties. My computer's <laughs> got to probably go out the window, and I was going to restart, but... Uh, I do apologize for that, boys. But appreciate you guys staying with me. Uh, Mike was saying Toronto, you were talking about them and, and Matthews' goal scoring. So you had him as your pick to win the Hart Trophy. So Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, easy pick for MVP in any sport is like best player on the best team is always going to get consideration. So Definitely. If yep. they run away with, you know, a President's Trophy type run and he's their top scorer, yeah. he's going to get a lot of consideration. And Toronto's a... It's a hockey hub up there. Well, the hub of hockey is here, but yeah. the Canadians. Definitely. Canadian 
Uh, what about you, Dan? What do you got? I would agree with you on that so, one. So uh, we were talking a bit of a hot take. I said maybe uh, Jack Hughes gets in the conversation this year. Okay, I like uh, that. He had 99 points last year, 43 goals. Maybe he gets up to 50. I like that. Why not? I'd say I, the 100, get the 50. And, yeah. then, hey, then anything's possible in that case. You could probably win it. I like Tate Thompson. Yeah. That was another guy I was tiptoeing, which I had him getting, what do they call it, the Rocket Award most goals. Uh, I had him For getting sure, that. Yeah. Uh, I had him getting that. So I, I like that, though. Similar to Hughes and also same thing with Thompson. Two guys, very talented young players, both can score a ton. Taze really broke out last year, 47 goals. He was oh, yeah. Nuts, nuts. Yeah. But I like that pick. Really out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all either. I mean, that was a guy I saw play when he played against Northeastern. He was on UConn, and I remember he's a big name, and Kyle Chuck's a big dude. Obviously, could score goals. And when he played Northeastern, I don't really think he did much. And that's why the last couple of years in the NHL, I you know saw his name and stuff. And then last year... There was a one game, he had like four goals in a period. And I was like, geez, dude, it wasn't, that was nuts. Was it five goals in a period? Yeah, it was something wild. Oh, yeah, five goals in a game, I think. Okay, yeah. He, I think he had three or four in the first period. It was wild, but he had quite a run there. Um, but I like that pick, though, Hughes, Dan. I know you've been a fan of him for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think he's real good. I mean, I, I think he's definitely best in the family. Like, that's not no question. Um, I'd agree. But, I mean, that entire family is, like, sick. Like, yeah, hockey sick. family maybe, is sick. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe Luke uh, becomes a, a regular for the Devils. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't want to speak too soon, but that's what it's looking like. A lot of young talent um, in that family, yeah. He's got the biggest frame, right? He's a, he's a little taller than Quinn and Jack. He's a little bigger. Yeah, Luke is, bigger. what is he, 6'3", 6'4"? 6'2", 6'3", I think. I know he's like 140 pounds, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Very talented family, though, we'll yeah. See. Big names in college hockey over the last couple of years. He's uh, he's he's six two one eighty. That's right, six two six three. Yeah, but yeah, he's good though. But yeah, he's a bigger guy. Um, great offensive offensive mind there. Um, I mean him and uh, what's his name uh, Nemitz. I don't know if Nemitz is going to be Nemitz up this another, year. Another for the young Devils. talent there. Another top pick too. He's good. But they could they could take care of that defensive problem. Definitely. Um, that's really, that was a lot of young talent in Jersey. They'll be good for years, the Devils. This isn't their making. Them and the Tabers. Give it, give it another yeah. year or two, and definitely, they might be top two in the East. I like that, you beast. Yeah, I like that. With the Sabers too. They got Darlene Power. I know Darlene. We, we said he's a little overrated, but doesn't hurt to have a couple oh, top yeah. picks, yeah. defensemen, and then Tage. I mean, he looks like a top pick. So definitely, yeah. definitely got some studs. Defense is usually the key to win. Mm-hmm. Get the playoffs and win in the playoffs. 100%. It's a big difference. Those big defensemen. Look at Edmund for uh, Tampa. I mean, he's just yeah. he's a force. You need that. Yeah. Guy can hit the puck. I know he's not a big guy, but dominant D-men, they do well. Tough Definitely. To, tough to contend with those teams. Today's day for sure. Um, anything else you guys want to add in? I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We already had yeah. one technical difficulty, so I do apologize for that. But anything you guys want to add in? Awards? Uh, anything you want to talk about? We're looking about. for Pasta to repeat 60. You know, I want him to uh, get the rock of a shot, I hope. Okay, I like that. I like but that. David um, cheated. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's see. I uh, guess hot take for me for, for Isles. Let's see. Let's see if Ollie can stay healthy, Oliver Wallstrom, and score 20. 20-25. Let's see. I like Let's it. See. I mean, if he's out there healthy, he had a couple goals last year. So they're healthy, it'd, it'd make a difference. Uh, I like that. Uh, my hot take, I don't know. I was going to say Levi, 
uh, being the rookie of the year, but it's probably the, getting the Calder Award. It's probably tough him getting that. Uh, but I think I think he'll be in the mix. I think he's a dark horse candidate for it. Uh, I know Bedard's probably the easy favorite, I'd imagine. I'm checking the odds, but I imagine he's probably the easy favorite. Uh, leave, I don't know where he'd be, but I'd like him, though, to be. I, that, that's one award I wish I looked more into. But uh, Levi being consideration, I think. Um, and then one guy, Logan Cooley, which I was showing Mike a couple of his yeah. goals uh, at the BC football game a couple weeks ago. He's he's my he's my boy. I think he'll be right up there, too. Those are my top Jet, three right yeah. there. But Bedard probably wins it because he's the favorite. Typically, those guys, you know, top pick especially, all the eyes will be on them. Uh, but I think Cooley, mm-hmm. Levi, those two guys love big years. At least I hope, especially for Levi's sake. Uh, Northeast Husky there. So we'll see. But we'll get you boys on next couple months, maybe a month or two into the season. Have some more thoughts. Maybe uh, we, we're months away from the trade deadline. But maybe in a couple <laughs> months we'll know where our teams are at to know what we'd want at the deadline. But yeah. Uh, but thank you guys for taking the time. Though. Much appreciated always. Two of the best in the business. Dan the man, <laughs> the king of Hasbro Heights, Barons. And then we got Mike Curry, the sports guru. The two best in the business. What a pleasure it is. So thank you guys for taking the time. Thanks for having me, Joey. for our teams to get in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Bruins, Isles, they match up in the playoffs again. We'll be there. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Uh, gotta. <laughs> but thank you, guys. I much appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great rest of your night, and definitely talk to you guys again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care, boys. Thank you. Hey, boys. Bye-bye. So there you have it. There was the sports guru, Mike Hurley, with Dan the Man, the king of Hasbro Heights Barons. Much appreciated for both of them taking the time to come on. Always great talking sports with those two guys. They know hockey better than anybody I know. And very thankful for them to take the time and come on here, give their predictions on the season and their thoughts on the offseason. And obviously talking about the Bruins and the Isles, their two favorite teams. That was great having them on. One thing I wanted to end with was a couple awards I didn't really get to mention with them, which the Vezina Trophy, I have Sorokin winning of the Islanders. Big fan of him. The Calder Trophy, I have going to Connor Bedard, but two dark horse candidates that I mentioned. Devin Levi, I think he'll be right there. The issue is... A goalie hasn't won the Calder Trophy since 2009. So obviously it's an uphill battle there for Levi considering how much of an adjustment it is from college hockey to the NHL or juniors to the NHL for a lot of guys. That's why there's not many of them that win that. But I think he can make a difference right away for Buffalo. And I think he makes him a playoff team right from the get-go. So I have Devin Levi being right there as a dark horse candidate. I do like Logan Cooley a lot. I think he's a stud. I think he's going to do big things in the NHL. For the Hot Memorial Trophy MVP, I went with McDavid. And then for the top goal scorer in the NHL, I ended up going with Tage Thompson. I think Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid will be right there. The Selkie Award, I went with Mitch Marner. The James Norris Trophy, given to the best defenseman, I went with Eric Carlson. And the Jack Adams Award for the top head coach in the NHL, I give to Jay Woodcroft of the Edmonton Oilers. For my playoff teams, I already mentioned them. Top three seeds in the Atlantic, I have the Maple Leafs, Lightning, Bruins. Top three in the Metro, I have Carolina, the Devils, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then in my Eastern Conference, two extra wildcard teams. I have Buffalo and the Islanders. In the West, I have the top three seeds of the Pacific being Edmonton, Vegas, and Seattle. The top three in the Central being Dallas, Minnesota, and Colorado. And then my two wildcard teams in the Western Conference, I have the LA Kings. And then I wasn't going to go with the Calgary Flames. They missed the playoffs last year. But considering I named Minnesota twice by accident in my predictions, I'll give Calgary the benefit of the doubt there with them making it in. As for who I think is going to win the NHL Stanley Cup, my prediction for the one that was a hot take is Edmonton over Toronto. Two favorites to win this year, but considering how poor they've both done in the playoffs over the years, it's kind of a hot take. They've both been very unlucky and cursed in the playoffs. For another matchup that I'd like to see, which that was a matchup I'd like to see, but another one that I could see happen that a lot of people probably could see as well is Dallas over Carolina. I think Dallas is going to be a very good team this year and a team to watch out for. In the East, I have Toronto over Carolina. And then in the West, I have Edmonton over Dallas, leaving Edmonton to be the last team standing 
over Toronto in the Stanley Cup Finals. That'd be a great matchup. If you look at Edmonton, their issue has been goaltending, depth, and defense. Obviously, Jack Campbell is now their goalie, 21-9-4 last year, the 3.41 goals against average with an 8.88 save percentage. Stuart Skinner, he's still there, 29-14-5 last year with 2.75 goals against him in a 9.13 save percentage. They have two of the best talents in the NHL and Leon Dreisaitl and also Connor McDavid. McDavid's the best player in the NHL. That's why I want to see those two guys win. Two very great talents that haven't been able to figure things out there and haven't had much playoff success in Edmonton. If you look at it, I think it's very similar to the Shohei Otani and Mike Trout situation. Two of the best talents in the sport. But neither pairing has a World Series championship nor a Stanley Cup trophy to their name. So I'll be rooting for Edmonton to go there and win. I think Edmonton's very similar to the Angels, except the Edmonton Oilers have made the playoffs over the years and have been competing, at least, in the playoffs. The Angels haven't had any success in the playoffs with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, have never even made the playoffs with both those guys in their roster. But two very similar situations, two great talents on each of those teams, and haven't had any success in trying to win a championship and getting them both a ring. I would root for Edmonton to do that this year. If you look at Toronto, very good team. Mitch Mana, John Tavares, William Nylander, Tyler Bertuzzi, Samson Avinette, 27-10-5 last year, 2.33 goals against, and a 9-19 save percentage. I'd be rooting for Edmonton. I'd be rooting for Toronto. And then the other matchup that I did mention was Dallas over Carolina, which is another matchup I could see happen, but I was rooting more for the Edmonton prediction. So I'm going to go with Edmonton over Toronto for my prediction, with the other one being Dallas over the Carolina Hurricanes, which... That's what I did in the NFL predictions before the season began. I gave a prediction that I'd like to see, a couple matchups I'd like to see, and then one that I think will happen. That's one that I just gave, one that I'd like to see, and one that I think would happen. Except that Edmonton and Toronto prediction kind of fits both of those categories. I'm just rooting for them both to have some playoff success this season. Anyways, I will conclude this episode. Thank you so much, Mike and Dan, for taking time to come on here. Dan, the man, the king of Hazard Heights. And then obviously Mike Hurley, sports guru. Two of the best in the business. Much appreciated having them on. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good one. I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.